the new in the middle and the pain is under to add it over welcome to that four feminist and i'll be taking you into the world of feminism what it feels like being a woman in a man's world yeah you heard me right is it a man's world well you'll find out and i'll also be taking you what it feels like being a woman in a woman's world. Didn't tell her when I told you women have their own world. I hope you come with me on this journey every weekend. I'm going to be taking you on the exciting, intriguing, and suspense-filled world of great women all over the world. So stay tuned. My name is Afarfa. Well, well, but the ranking alongside are the cool go. What's that? Hey, pretty girl, you wanna break your back on the dance song? Hey, pretty girl, say your mama no say you don't spoil. Hey, pretty girl, you wanna break your back on the dance song? Hey, pretty girl, say your mama no say you don't spoil. Hey, baby girl, girl. Run the show, put your backside, baby, bend it slow. Le gale, gale, kill me slow. Back it up, fuck it up, till the show. Really realize how you got the formula. The way you wind on my body, make me shave up. Sure, you no mind if I call you for my cellular. Bad girl, killer, killer. Oi, pretty girl, what do you do me? I'm under your spell. Come to me, or let me do you very well. I will never, ever, ever kiss and tell. Baby, wine up for me now. Me love to see the girl and wine up for me now. Baby. 
Hey you, thank you for joining my podcast this weekend. I know it's a very tough time that we have found ourselves in, but stay strong. This is the Aforfemist. My name is Aforfem. If it is your first time that you're listening to this podcast, this is where we entertain and empower women with information. The podcast this weekend is strictly dedicated to disempowered women. Yes, you heard me right. Disempowered women. Do you know that all disempowered women disempower women? But not all empowered women empower women. You want to know the pros and cons of both? Keep it locked here. I'm going to take a short break. When I do return, I'm going to get talking. I'm going to give you a full download of what has been happening and share some trending stories lately, both on and offline. It is there for Femist. I'll be right back. We are here this evening to celebrate the women on whose shoulders we stand. It really is a revolution. The women are not waiting for permission to do their work. And to be a voice for the women that don't have a voice. And an arc of history. No one can stop us. We will speak up for our rights and we will bring change through our voice. Our words can change the whole world because we are all together. The time for rhetoric is over. The time for pretending we don't know what is going on is over. And the time is now for equal rights for women, equal pay for women, and respect for women. All right, it's good to be back. Have you heard of that popular phrase that goes like this? Misery loves company. Yeah, it's true. Misery loves company. So why did I have to pull this phrase up? It's because on the podcast today, I'm going to be talking about disempowered women. Yes, I know that we've had a lot of conversations, you know, around empowered women, empower women, economic empowerment of women and what have you, but we fail to pay extra attention to the women who are getting disempowered day by day. Um, The pandemic has actually exposed a lot of lacunas and retrogressed the progress, okay, that we have made in reaching gender equality by the year 2030. So we have a lot of women at the moment who are going through a lot. And they are going through a lot because of the stereotypical, you know, roles that we've placed on women. So they are going through a lot. And these women have been disempowered by all standards. Okay. But just... To put it in a better perspective, 
I am going to start with an introduction. How many of you have seen the silhouette challenge? You know, the silhouette um, challenge where you see the picture of the woman or the man in the day and then at night what they look like. And so it exposes so much. It um, For so many people, it's um, sultry. People have been, some people like it while some people don't like it some people think it's distasteful some people think it's lustful some people have they're they're actually divergent views concerning the silhouette challenge personally i cannot partake in a silhouette challenge people who know me know i can't and i wouldn't for many reasons i wouldn't it's not my thing the things that are my thing are the things that i do like Creating a podcast, public speaking, being on the radio, granting interviews on TV, and what have you. <laughs> so those are the things that I might I love writing. So because I'm self-aware and I know the things that I naturally love to do. Okay, so I will do the things that actually I do enjoy, the things that actually make me happy, right? So for those people who want to police other people's behaviors because I've seen quite a number of negative comments concerning the silhouette challenge and a lot of people are actually um, devaluing the challenge because it doesn't speak to their own sense of morality. This is a topic for another day, a sense of morality, I know. I'm going to talk about it later on because... Now, we live in a world where some women actually think that their value is because they uphold certain moral standards. Yes, some women actually feel better than other women because they uphold certain moral um, values. I don't judge people and I don't judge women. I am here to speak to all types of women, all forms of women, whoever you are, as long as you identify as a woman. I'm speaking for you on behalf of women. I'm an an advocate for women and I've been for over um, two decades. So, but the thing is, most people tend to judge women or other women. Most women tend to judge other women from their own sense of morality. I actually had a heated argument with um, a pastor in 2019 because she was talking about an issue on radio and she was actually projecting her own sense of morality but the truth is remember at the beginning of um the podcast when i that's after the break i said misery love company i'm not saying it from the perspective of misery of course we all love to have company of those who share in the same things that we share in. So that's why I actually emphasize that phrase, misery love company. So it could be anything. We love the company of those that, you know, share in the same values we do. We love the company of those who project the same sense of morality as we do. We love those types of people. It's easier to love those types of people. But the bigger heart is someone 
who has an open-minded view of the world. That's the truth. And I think until we have an open-minded view of how people should be, then I think we will get to that utopia that we we desire. Because what is happening with the criticism as to the silver challenge is the fact that um, it doesn't speak to so many um, women, of course, men, (laughs) some men, it doesn't speak to their sense of morality. Because what is moral to me or immoral to me may not be to the next person. And I think this is a conversation or um, I think it should be something that should be taught children from early, early on, because we move, we, 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 we are gradually becoming a one world, um, globe. Okay. We're gradually coming to that. And the idea that because you're from the West, um, once you go to the East, the people in the East have to be like you. Um, there's so many people who come to shock, you know, when they move from their locations to new locations because they really are not um, trained or rather exposed to the realities of diversity, of inclusion. It's never taught early on. And I think it's a s- inclusion. I believe social inclusion should be a subject um, for learning, especially in... Um, the early, early, early education of children. That's the primary education. And of course, the secondary education. Because it's only when we um, catch people young that we are able to teach them that their own sense of morality, which is shaped by their family values and of course, the environment which they were raised, um, shapes of course our moral values. And to project that to other people or we're not raised in the same family, within the same family values as you, and of course the same environment as you, uh, I think is selfish, um, is hateful. Yes, there's no love in trying to impose or project your own sense of morality on others. So, back to disempowered women. Hmm. This pandemic is destroying a lot of women out there um gender-based violence is on the increase there's been a lot of um retrogression like i said earlier from progress made on gender equality we are just glad that um, kamala Harris was able to break the glass ceiling in the u.s by becoming the first vice president of the united states but then of course there's a lot of work that needs to be done um People need to give up the um, heteronormative um, assumption that the woman has to be a certain way. Um, our societies constantly pressure women um, in such a way that it disempowers us. Because you see, the pressure that we put on women is what causes this conflict among women. Um, now, come to think of it, if you're a woman listening to me, Have you ever thought of the time you struggled with another woman and how you were able to deal with that struggle? 
like struggle with another woman uh, and how you were able to deal with it because from the real sense of it the struggle comes from a place of subjugation you know women have been subjugated in a certain way we consider oppression women to be a certain way so um this in itself of course it's the subjugation is not realistic like i used to tell people no one is <laughs> born to submit to anyone except they want to get something from you so they will be submissive so what the ideal types of relationship i always say is an interdependent relationship and not a codependent relationship okay so um you can listen to my previous podcast i actually um discussed that um in the last season of the podcast so but the reality is that our society is constantly six ways to disempower women and people really does people really haven't sat to really think as to why it's because women are actually the most powerful beings in this planet a woman is the gateway to this planet all men must come from the womb man because that's where woman was gotten from woman simply means a man who has a womb and all men has to come from a womb man all women don't come through a man all men born here on earth has to come through a woman so women are the gateway to this planet and it makes them by default the most powerful you know beings on this planet so the only way you know when somebody holds so much power what you do to them is to find a way to um limit them that's over over the centuries that's what has been done people who are really powerful um they find a way to limit them so the species who feel threatened what they do is to limit that power disempower such species to take them out of the to to make them lose autonomy of that power because i always say and i'll say it again a woman is always is fine without a man it's society that has made it look like a woman is not fine without a man so what did they do what did the society do the society created wedding ceremony for women so most women feel like if they don't have a wedding ceremony oh they're incomplete so they need to have that so they need to pursue that some women some women feel less of themselves when they have a child out of wedlock because the society makes it the society imposes that you know you need to be formally engaged in order to be able to conceive and then have a child so if you have a child out of wedlock oh it's a shame so we tend to put those that burden on a woman and if you because in an ideal society that burden should also fall on the man who is a participant equal participants in that regard but if you notice most of that burden falls on women this 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 a cultural um cultural um activities that were created by men is the workings of men and i'm glad that i'm a very good bible student and i read the bible a lot okay it's not only the bible i read a lot of spiritual texts but i am a bible student i was born a christian so i my 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 father made it an obligation that we read the bible back to back and i know that there's somewhere in the bible um maybe i should just google it so that for those of you who want um to make reference to it 
you can always make reference to it. Um, okay. It is a passage of the Bible that says that there is no marriage in heaven. Can you beat that? So there is no marriage in heaven because in the book of Matthew um, 22, if you read the entire text, you understand it. But particularly verse 30, when the disciples of Jesus, you know, said in the resurrection, asked Jesus that in the resurrection for a man um, who has multiple wives, who is going to be the man's wife in resurrection. You know, they believe that during when when Jesus comes back again, you know, there will be a resurrection of the dead. And then, of course, in heaven, somebody should belong to someone. But Jesus said to them, there is no marriage in heaven. There is no giving of women in heaven. No giving of husband in heaven. It's just here on earth. We practice this. So it, to- it tells you that this is a, a man-made culture. This is not, um, it's not something that is sustainable until the afterlife. But if you notice in our society, when women tend to decide to start a family on their own, the society tends to shame the woman and that burden falls on the woman much more. Yes, they may mock the man, but it tends to fade away um, after a while. But the woman has to live with the shame and as she goes along, she she will stumble and fall. People will take advantage of her because of predicament. Because, you know, when you shame someone and you make them feel less of themselves for doing something that by biology, it happened. Because I there is a popular um, quote by Polinic. It says that, a baby is God's opinion that the world should go on. So if God didn't want the child to come to the world, if a woman had sex out of wedlock, she wouldn't get pregnant. Yeah, she wouldn't. So, um, but we tend to shame women for it. Then, of course, there there are other um, things that society, other things that society imposes on women and make them them under so much pressure um one of them is um there's so many but i'm just going to pick out a few one of them particularly that breaks my heart all the time is when a marriage collapses and there are different reasons why a marriage collapses it can be infidelity issues it can be that you know the man is abusive to the woman the society expects the woman to keep it together it means to hold the marriage together meaning if the marriage fails she fails so the the projection that anytime a marriage collapses or anytime a marriage doesn't work out it's because of the woman because so women are taught to take on so much pain so they are in a relationship for example a, a woman um, is in a relationship but she's she is being programmed to take on so much pain in that relationship. So she, whether she's treated well or not, she needs to keep mom because she's been married, because she's had a wedding ceremony, she's been celebrated. So it's a shame for her to speak up. Um, it's a shame for her to leave. She needs to consider a lot of factors, her children, what will the people say? So we, we teach women to take on so much pain and we even though the bible says women are the weaker vessels we begin to psych the women up to tell them things like um you know you're strong we are strong women are strong and things like that (laughs) 
because we want them to keep the marriage going even though we know that she's falling apart and this breaks my heart because through pain you know yes we know that no 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 um, no pain no gain but through pain a lot of women lose themselves a lot of women encapsulate so much that there is no therapy you know provided because when you tell someone don't talk don't leave don't take care of yourself because those are the those words they say to women who tend to be in a very terrible relationship are words that are disempowering because now they cannot seek help so please if you are listening to me and you feel in any way you know disempowered because you're not allowed to take a decision that will better your life will make you feel better than you feel right now please seek help talk to someone talk to a practitioner someone who is a counselor i do not advise going to a religious gathering go to a professional someone who is a therapist speak to a therapist let them help you talk 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 do not let someone hush you do not let someone make you feel less of yourself so this continuous um exposure of abuse damages a human being so if you expose yourself to constant abuse it will damage you it's not only damaging to adults even children will find themselves in abusive homes face a lifetime of abuse themselves it's damaging it's it can damage your sense of self it can damage your sense of identity it can damage a lot of things it can also damage your overall well-being have you ever wondered why authority or power isn't necessarily given to women if you notice especially in patriarchal societies the laws the rules and regulations somehow disenfranchises women. So there's a recent event that took place in Nigeria where a police officer, a police woman, was sacked. So the police woman um, was sacked because she got pregnant out of wedlock. So her employers put her off work. Now I'm not talking of asking her to go rest at home or take some days off work or have a maternity. Um, leave begin this is permanently laid out of the job but there are countless and countless of men in the nigerian police force based on my own personal experience i had a police officer when i at one time was um not in lagos i walked outside of lagos when i was in nigeria and he told me he wasn't married and he wanted to start a family with me then i found that he was married If you listen to my previous podcast you you understand how I'm able to find out men who are married because I've personally gone through that. So I found that he was married, but he wa- he wanted to, you know, have something concrete and even have a child with me, knowing fully well that he is married. So the rule doesn't apply. It's not a fair rule that applies to both men and women in the Nigerian police force. The Nigerian police force is one of our strong institutions in Nigeria because um it was set up under the constitution the laws of nigeria but 
it's not something we are proud of. Remember the NSAS protests that happened in 2020, October, um, and what happened? The crackdown on peaceful protesters at Lekitov Gates. Up till now, it's still being investigated, and the authorities, no one is taking responsibilities um, on the sporadic shootings that happened at Lekitov Gate. But that aside, what I'm just trying to say is that look at how a society, you know, can actually disempower a woman. So you lay her off work. So when you lay her off work, she f- she becomes vulnerable, isn't it? Because now she's not able to take care of her child after it's born. And she's not able to also um, sustain a living. Because when you lay her off work, she's not going to be entitled to salary. She's not going to be entitled to so many other social amenities as well. But... Our employer, of course, who is a man, <laughs> decides to lay her off work because he feels entitled to our body. Because this is how we make our society, uh, we structure our society to make women feel like they they must be under a man. You know, you need to take permission from a man. If it's not your boss who is a man, it has to be your husband who is a man. So, or it has to be your elder brother or the first son of a family who is a man who we know, you know, technically or or technically do not have the mental capacity to make sound judgment because Africa is a reflection of the so many unsound judgments of men who have ruled the continent even after the colonial masters had left. So, (laughs) I know... Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's the irony that, uh, yes, everyone keeps shouting the colonial master did a disservice, you know, to Africa, but even after decades down the line, after colonial masters have left and, uh, we've ended the power has been handed to this man. Uh, they have not been able to make sound, make some sound judgment concerning the territory, which they, uh, they, they are allowed to manage like, you know, country like nigeria which is the largest black um, community in the world and look at what is happening you know to its young people and of course the corruption that has eaten that has been that has been ingrained in that society anyway i'm not here to talk about men i'm here today to talk about women who are, who are disempowered so a woman because i'm going to take this woman i'm talking about this police woman who was sacked um, last week by the nigerian police for having a child out of wedlock. So I'm going to take her as my case study um, today to lay the foundation for um, how a disempowered woman disempowers, you know, other women. I'm going to take a short music break. Of course, when I do return, I will get to the concluded part of this conversation. I'll be right back. It is the Afar Feminist. I want you when I need 
need ya all of my life, yeah, baby, let's team up. I want a girl that shine like glitter. A girl that don't need no filter. The real, the real. A girl that's a natural killer. I want a girl that's a heater. Caliente off the meter. Yo quiero, mira, yo quiero una chica que no me diga mentiras. So they tell me that you're looking for a girl like me. So they tell me that you're looking for a girl like me. Only 
Get it in when you're out Go down in the dim light You love it cause it's so tight So you better lock it down You know you better lock it down You tell me I'm a real one, I'm the right one But only when you're on one You tell me that you need me, you wanna see me But only when you want some, want some, yeah If you love me, say it in the morning Not just in the evening Only when you want my body, want my body from namibia they call us the land of the brave because yeah we are brave like that and right now you are tuned into with my girl afro femme on stay tuned and don't touch that dial the new support but why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same we raise girls to see each other as competitors not for jobs or for accomplishments which i think can be a good thing but for the attention of men we teach girls that they cannot be set in the way that boys are feminist a person who believes in the social political and economic equality of the sexes you wake up housed up Round round in it, lossin' on it, this diamond, my diamond, this rock, my rock, I woke up like this, I woke up like this, we flawless. 
My diamond, thus rock, my rock. I woke up like this. <laughs> I woke up like this. Flawless. Well, 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 it is the affordabist. Thank you for staying tuned. I hope you enjoyed my selection, my playlist. You know, I tend to take my time to pick out the selection according to the mood of the conversation, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, 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 just before I took the music break, I said when I return, I'm going to lay the foundation as to why disempowered women disempower women. Okay, but just before I get to it, you need to understand what empowerment means. Empowerment is simply giving power or giving someone power to do something or, um, the process of becoming stronger and more confident, especially in controlling one's life and claiming one's rights. Um, so if you have the, you know, confidence to take decisions about your life, um, or to claim your rights, uh, then you have been empowered. So the opposite of this is disempowerment. So you see someone who is becoming weaker, who lacks confidence, who do not have control of their own life, their own well-being. They cannot um, practice their fundamental rights. They cannot take action, you know, when an injustice is done them. They lack power, let me just put it. And these barriers are put there by men. So many men, well, some men argue today that they also go through some form of disempowerment. Uh, but I'm sorry, go create your own podcast. <laughs> because statistics show, okay, not to be not a sound of nauseous, but statistics still show because right here before me is a publication that was sent to me by Women Deliver. It was sent to me on Friday, um, the 29th of January. It was sent to me 
So statistics still show after the analysis that was done by Women Deliver, and this was the statistics that was carried out in 17 countries, mostly in the global south, um, including India and some countries in Africa, like South Africa, Tunisia. So it was spread across the 17 countries. And the study was actually to find out... um, if people support gender equality and using different benchmarks. So they collected uh, 17,000 data. Uh, They collected 17,000 data um, in the 17 countries from around the world and now published and sent to some key stakeholders um, so that you can also listen and know, know about it as to people's perception about gender equality. And Interestingly, 80% of respondents personally believe that gender equality is important, which is quite an overwhelming um, response, isn't it? 80% of 17,000 people. Um, Out of the 17,000 people, um, 65% of the respondents want their government to invest more to promote gender equality. So I'm not going to bore you with all the stats, but what I know for sure after this report was sent to me is that people, and not just women, but men and women, okay, are tired of the inequalities in our society, are tired, you know, of the inequality, especially as to gender in our society, and it's time to take more action. And that is why I am doing this podcast. Even for generations yet unborn, there will be people who would listen to this podcast. This podcast is going to transcend me. Yes, it's available on Apple. And you know what that means. And Spotify as well. So for women, it has become more than necessary for us to empower them. But we cannot talk about empowering women when we do not know how disempowered women feel or how disempowered women, the impact of disempowered women in our society. And that's why I'm especially doing this podcast to reflect, you know, the impact of disempowered women on other women. So you can't have disempowered women in a society and expect the society to flourish because in order to have empowered women you know it means you have people who have built capacity who, sh- who, who share equal rights with men in that society can make decisions about their own lives so why do disempowered women you may want to ask why do disempowered women disempower women is it out of wickedness you know people say women hate women it's very common to hear um, in Africa, that women hate women. I've never heard that here. I've been in Canada now for two years. I've never heard, you know, women say women, uh, uh, Canadian women say women hate women. No, I, I've never heard that here. But it's kind of synonymous <laughs> in Nigeria that women hate women, you know, and it's something that they chant all the time. And some women actually, you know, um, assimilate or when I say, yeah, they kind of take that in. You know, when you get something over and over, <laughs> you begin to believe it's the truth. So I'm here to debunk that myth. 
that women hate women. Women don't hate women. What is happening is a disempowered woman knows she is disempowered. And of course, when you are disempowered, you have nothing to offer, right? <laughs> so it's more like you, it's, it's like anything times zero is what? Zero. So you will disempower the other women. So you know that you are nothing. You are empty. You are disempowered. You have no value because the society has told you that and you have accepted that and you feel disempowered. You feel disenfranchised. Have you heard of what they call FOMO? It's fear of missing out. So now it takes me back to my previous phrase when I started the podcast, which is misery love company. So you have a woman who um, is miserable. So she wants other women to be miserable. (laughs) Oh my God, why should I be left out? God, I need more people like me who are miserable. And I hear all the women are not happy. I'm happier. It's not only me, my husband beats. Yeah. It's not only me that don't have love. It's not only me that don't have rights. They can have rights too. So now the cycle of this empowerment continues because now you have a woman who thinks like that and when she sees a woman who's empowered, she's afraid. She becomes you know, threatened and she wants to actually disempower her. So she's looking for ways to disempower her and then she does everything within her power to gather her armies of disempowered women to make sure that the other woman who similarly appears to try to fly higher, you know, and become empowered more than the armies of disempowered women in Africa... (laughs) So they try as much as possible to make sure she doesn't fly high. And the cycle of disempowerment continues because now it moves from family to family. You have more and more women in different families being disempowered. And you know the problem with disempowered women, they really have nothing to offer, but they are very destructive. And that explains why Africa is not flourishing because in the sense of it, the disempowered women kind of influence the things there so i recently had a conversation with my mom and i said to her because she called me uh, my one of my uncles a blessed memory may so rest in perfect peace passed on about two weeks ago so they're preparing uh, making burial arrangements so um the son of course culturally is the first said you know, takes a decision. Of course, he, he's come of age, but he is not a man yet, as far as I'm concerned, because he doesn't even have the capacity to finish school. You know, he doesn't have that mental capacity to, you know, take on the responsibilities of catering for his parents because he was still dependent on his dad before the dad passed on for a great deal. So now we have this family meeting they call together, you know, to um, help them you know get through this hard time and uh, and give you know pay my late uncle his last respect so but he said at a meeting that was held you know sometime last weekend he said that uh, he wants the burial to happen towards the end of the month of february because one of the elder sisters in the family had projected that he'd be buried earlier than that 
but he came and he said that he wanted his dad to be buried towards the end of February. So my mom, <laughs> so my mom comes to me and tells me that you know his son overruled what you know their elder sister said, and I told my mom that no, the son did not overrule it, and I think that is where we need to begin to be truthful and honest with ourselves in Africa. Yes, African women, especially African women that are disempowered. If you're listening to me and you're a woman out there and you feel somewhat disempowered, please, please, please do not continue the karmic chain. It's called the karmic chain because you disempower someone, another woman, Someone else will disempower someone who is a relative to you. And that karmic chain is not broken. So not to lose track of the story I was saying. So my mom tells me that it sort overruled the elder sister's decision. So I told my mom, stop, let's stop lying and call this spade a spade. So do you think his mother did not influence his decision? So my mom said, kept quiet. So I said, so you think the person that I know my son, my uncle's son is, is like, he really talks. He really doesn't have a direction. Like I said, he was still dependent on his father to quite a great extent. So do you think he will just stand up at the meeting and say, oh, I want my father to be buried? No. Does he have a phone? I told my mom, does he have a phone? And my mom said, yes, he does have a phone. So you think his mom will not call him, even though she was not present at that meeting? Because... Culturally, women are tend to just being disenfranchised. So I do not understand why a culture would not bring a wife into the meeting of, you know, like having talks about burial arrangements. You see what I'm talking about? So the woman feels disempowered. So because the elder sister fixed the date for a burial, she wants to show that, you know, that woman cannot have a say since I don't have a say. And now she calls her son. My mom said, how do I know it's true? I know, that's what happens because you do it too. <laughs> and we start laughing. Yes, but that's the reality. So because she feels disempowered, she calls her son. And then she tells her son that, you see, put the barrier at this time. Tell them. But don't tell them it is me. Oh. That's, how, that's, how, that's how women, you know, cause conflict, cause confusion um, in families and households. So how will the elder sister feel? Well, she feels relaxed now because she realizes she's not going to be the one to pay the bills because she fixed the, the date, the, the elder sister, the elder, the matriarch of the family, she fixed the date of the burial to suit the time she, will, she probably can take care of the bills. So, but now she's a lot relaxed. So she's not going to foot the bills since they've decided to pick a new date. And because they picked a new date, it means they have something planned out and they have their own plan so she's not going to put their bills so but you know the idea that the son took the decision i'm like mom please oh god you women who are idle you guys really create a lot of problems you know uh, yeah i know we laughed about it but the reality is that that's what happens in africa so you see how power dynamics play out so where men think they actually have power no they don't do not necessarily have that power it's either you're being controlled by your wife or you're being controlled by your sister or you're being controlled by um who else 
your mother, <laughs> which is pretty common. Uh, yeah. So the truth, and the truth is, these women do not actually think the things through. It's not because uh, they actually have thought things through before they do these things. It's just because they feel that, um, oh, why should that woman have that say if I cannot have the say? So they want to change things up. They want to, you know, create conflict and the cycle continues like that and like that. And, and that's why it looks like women don't support women in Africa or in Nigeria, because of course, that's where I grew up in. Uh, it looks like women don't support. There's no solidarity because uh, one woman feels um, disempowered. So why should the other woman feel empowered? And the cycle of destruction continues and they think that they are fine like that and the society should continue. And that's why people like us are saying no more. We want a society where women feel empowered because it's only when women feel empowered in society that we can actually have lasting peace. We can have some level of progress. We can have some level of cohesion because women will not be bickering over each other. They will have a sense of self, self and identity. They will feel recognized and cherished, you know, in the society. They will not feel threatened by other women uh, when they see other women being empowered. Uh, they will not have that fear of missing out. And uh, we need to actually douse down the stereotypical roles that we that that we place in our women as well. Uh, yeah, because the truth of the matter is that um, uh, women throughout their lifetime will and will, will 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 do a lot of work, and they won't be paid for it. And that alone can make you feel valueless. Yeah, because you will raise children who will you know become maybe economically better than you. Not because you cannot do that, but because you have to sacrifice um, your own, you know, dreams, aspiration, goals to babysit your children and babysit your husband even afterwards. <laughs> and that itself, you know, towards the end of one's life can be a source of regret. Yes, it's actually a source of regret for so many women. And... Um, and that is why uh, the world is calling that um, we empower women so that uh, women don't have regrets and don't, yeah, don't have a sense of regret because it's the regret that causes um, the strife, um, it's the regret that causes the bitterness, it is the regrets uh, in women that causes the hatred, seemingly hatred for one another okay and uh, we do not want that anymore in our society i'm glad that um the women deliver reports also highlighted the a roadmap for action for gender equality but i'm not talking about gender equality today i'm talking about disempowered women and how we can empower them so there are ways we can actually uh, empower women um i listed a few things um, here because most of the um, ways with disempowered women um, are roped in the stereotypical roles we place on women so I've listed a few things here 
and based on my own personal life experience i will also uh, share with you what um, i think is the ideal thing to do uh, when we just when, when you choose to empower a woman or if you're a woman listening to me and you want to feel empowered first things first we need a culture shift um, at the beginning of the podcast i talked about the fact that some people try to project their sense of morality and all this so we need a culture shift first of all um, and culture shift can only happen through education and at least we know that most people will go through primary school primary school education and i think that's where it should begin uh, we need to educate people about social inclusion, what it means, how other societies behave. Like here in Canada, there's nothing like women hate women. Women have equal rights as men. Um, as a matter of fact, if you're a single mother, you are adored because they feel that you don't have support. So they give single moms more support because they know that most times those single mothers do not have the support of the man. The probably the man has really abandoned her. So the society kind of creates a structure that protects women. Okay, so women have rights here. Women have a voice. Uh, the deputy uh, prime minister of Canada is a woman, and it's always been that way. So we need a culture shift, and the culture shift needs to begin with the things that we shame women for, and we don't shame men for. We need to do away with it. So there are many things we shame women for, uh, but we do not shame men for it. We need to do away with those things. For example, you see a girl that is pregnant, uh, which is which is a secondary school, and we laugh at her. Absolutely wrong, totally wrong, because the man is somewhere. Just because his tummy is not protruding, we don't laugh at them. So we need a major culture shift, and that can only happen through education. Education through the media. I'm doing my own bit by creating a podcast and talking about these issues so television radio and what have you we need constant education um so that um, there can be a culture shift culture shift is, is happening but for some reason um there are still some women who feel uncomfortable and i understand that discomfort because you know when you feel disempowered yourself so why should someone else feel empowered so you are uncomfortable with the culture shifts. Um, you know who you are <laughs> because I li- I watch a lot of shows and I know how women react when they see certain things on social media. So you know who you are. So you feel uncomfortable when some women just leave their lives, right? It makes you feel like, oh my God, why is she leaving her life and I'm not? I want to cry and break her head. Oh my God, why is she leaving her life and I'm not? They told me to do it like this and I'm doing it like that. But I'm not gaining anything out of it. But she's doing the opposite and she's gaining so much. She doesn't deserve to gain so much from it. Right, it's painful. Yes, and these are the issues. The fact that you were told to do something. You were told to act a certain way because it would be beneficial to you. But the truth is, it's a lie. (laughs) It's just the society projected what you should do. So we shouldn't hate on each other just because you know we have it different we have it tougher we didn't have it easier okay so we need a culture shape a culture shift i think a pattern uh we need so many empowerment programs um there's so many already we need more okay so if you want to sponsor my company i just started a startup company in the media company i intend to expand it over the years um there will be filmmaking 
we will have TV shows. Yes, I have so many ideas. So if you want to sponsor me in any way, reach out to me. Um, you can send me a WhatsApp message. Um, the phone number to send your, the WhatsApp message is plus two three four seven zero three one nine five three eight two seven. Plus two three four seven zero three one nine five three eight two seven. So there's so many empowerment programs we need to push out to create a culture shift because education is very important. Catching them young is also necessary. Um, yeah, the stereotypical roles like housewife because um, for so many women they need to like drop their careers, their own personal dreams and vision. And I know people who wanted to be something when I was in secondary school, but they had to drop that in order to be housewife, like full-time housewife. Even though some of them be like, I love being a housewife. I know it's just emotional because you, you have children, so you need to cater for them. And there's always that guilt. Uh, many women actually talk about that guilt they have when they have children. You know, the guilt of leaving their child to be raised by someone else comes upon a lot of women because by default, women are nurturers. So many women tend to, you know, leave their dreams and become housewives. So this is stereotypical um, uh, role we place on women. The fact that we feel women should be housewives. You will never hear of a man being house husband. Um, so um, here is a call for paternity leave for men. Men should also be involved in taking care of their children as well as taking care of the home, taking being caretakers in the home front as well. Then. Um, there's also a stereotypical role placed on women that uh, that women must be wives, not single mothers. So our society tends to play, uh, shame women who are single mothers um, that they must be wives. No, not all women have to be wives, okay? And I want that to sink in. Not all women have to be wives. Where is it written? It's in the Bible, okay? Not all women have to be wives. Some women will not be wives. But if she chose to be a mother, she should be allowed to. And I think this is the contention because a lot of women feel like, you know, they give a lot to be wives. So they sacrifice a lot to be wives. So why should a single mother exist since they sacrifice a lot to be wives? But no one is asking you too. It's a choice. Uh, also, another stereotypical role. Um, that we place on women is that a woman shouldn't have too much money and that's why I love the song by Beyonce uh, Flawless uh, we teach girls to shrink themselves to make themselves smaller to have ambition but not too much we teach girls not to be successful otherwise you're threatening the man so we teach girls not to be entrepreneurs to uh, have be financially independent okay we teach them not to be but then in our society today, we really need women who are financially independent because independent because a lot of men cannot, you know, shoulder the burden of poverty. Poverty is spiking year in year out. We do not know what the end of this year is going to look like. And you're telling women not to be financially independent, otherwise they will threaten their man. Won't be tied you. <laughs> And that's why I love these words by um, this artist. I saw it somewhere on Twitter. Uh, the name of the artist is Lena Molna. I'm just going to read it to you. Uh, I hope I can do this within 60 seconds. It says, and I read, No man 
wants a woman who makes too much money, who is ambitious, who needs a man's financial support, who doesn't dress sexy at occasions, who dresses too slutty, who does manly things, who's too sensitive, who have too many sexual partners, who have no sexual appetite, who is unladylike, who stands up for herself, who is too boring and shy, who doesn't want children, whose biological clock is ticking, who is pushing marriage, who doesn't want to get married, who dated his friends, who are crazy, who is needy, who is emotionally too available. Ah, shut the fuck up. We don't care. Love is not conditional. If it is, we don't want anything to do with it anyway. You do you. Okay, I'm going to take a break. And I'll wrap it up. We are here this evening to celebrate the women on whose shoulders we stand. It really is a revolution. The women are not waiting for permission to do their work. And to be a voice for the women that don't have a voice. And an arc of history. No one can stop us. We will speak up for our rights and we will bring change through our voice. Our words can change the whole world because we are all together. The time for rhetoric is over. The time for pretending we don't know what is going on is over. And the time is now for equal rights for women, equal pay for women, and respect for women. Hey guys, my name is Naledi and I'm all the way from South Africa. Right now, you're tuned on to the best show in town with my girl FOFER. Stay tuned, don't you touch that dial. In the middle and the pain is under, so I had to get over. Welcome to the Four Feminist. Allow me taking you into the world of feminism. What it feels like being a woman in a man's world. Yeah, you heard me right. Is it a man's world? Well, you'll find out. And I'll also be taking you what it feels like being a woman in a woman's world. Didn't tell her when I told you women have their own world. I hope you come with me on this journey. Every weekend, I'm going to be taking you on the exciting, intriguing, and suspense-filled world of great women all over the world. So stay tuned. My name is Afarfem. Right, so this is where I call it a night. Yes, it's um, 6 p.m. where I am here in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. So I will just iterate once again that we need to take action so that um, we have lesser women in our society who are disempowered because whether we like it or not, the more we disempower women, 
the more disempowered our societies will be. And I want you to let that sink in. I hope you do different. I hope you be different. I hope you raise strong daughters. I hope you be strong too. To choose what's best for you. They say the days of ignorance, God overlooks. <laughs> well, I think I, I'm going church on you guys, right? But okay, it's not church. But the truth is that knowledge is power. But the right kind of knowledge is super power. And don't forget that struggle is an indication that you are giving away your power. And this is where I call it a wrap. Don't forget to visit our website, which is www.aforfeminist.com. Read, read, read. It will help you. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. I said certified free Seven days a week Wet, wet Make that, make that game weak Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, you dealing with some wet, wet, wet Bring a bucket and a mop Put this wet, wet, wet Give me everything you got Put this wet, wet, wet Beat it up, baby, catch a charge Extra large and extra hard Put this cookie right in your face Swipe your nose like a credit card Hop on top, I wanna ride I do a giggle, I'm kinda wild Look at my mouth, look at my thighs This water is wet, come take a dive Tie me up like I'm surprised That's role play, I wear disguise I want you to park that Big Mac truck Right in this little garage Make me dream, make a stream I don't public, make the scene I don't cook I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Quit yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell yeah. them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them for I have a night. Running me, talk your pal, bite your lip. Yeah. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him flaunt for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get Aye. your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet, wet, wet. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet, wet, wet. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet, wet, wet. Now make it rain if you wanna see. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep I need a handy drink, I need a woo smoke Not a garden snake, I need a king cobra With a hook in it, hopefully lean over He got some money, then that's where I'm headed Cookie ain't one, just like his credit He got a beer, well I'm tryna wet it I let him, now he diabetic I don't wanna, mm, I wanna, woo I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I want you to touch that Touch that, that swing in the back of my my talking is fire, the sun, the sun, he is going and drying, it's coming outside, y'all running yeah. that thing, the cuz behind me, the way that I spit, and I heat trying to sign me. Your honor, I'm a freak, handcuffs, leashes, switch my wig, make him feel like he cheating, put him on his knees, give him something to believe in, never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat. In the food chain, I'm the one that eat you, if he ate my eye, he's a bottom feeder, big D stand for big demeanor, I can make you bust before I ever meet you. If it don't hang, then he can't bang, you can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain, if he ill, me and ask who's is it when I ride the, yeah, I'ma spell my name, ah. Yeah, you telling with some wet, wet, wet Bring a bucket and a mop Put this wet, wet, wet Give me everything you got Put this wet, wet, wet Now from the top, make it drop That's some wet, that's some wet Now get a bucket and a mop That's some wet, that's some wet
I'm talking wop, wop, wop. That's some wet, that's some wet. Macaroni in a pot, that's some wet, that's some wet. Huh.
Give me love, oh, cause I really need it right now Put me to work all day Put me to work all night Nobody can do it better Make me feel alright Anything you wanna do I'm down with you Anytime, any day I'm all I go show first Cause you're sweeter than honey Baby, you deserve a trophy This kind of thing go make me marry Long as you no treat me corny Give me love, oh, give me love, oh, give me love Give me love, oh, give me love, oh, give me love Give me love, oh, baby, give me, make I calm down Give me love, oh, cause I really need it right now Concentrate, concentrate. That's why I tell the mother got to wait. Baby, one yo, one yo. Within you give no money can buy. Even if you're not jar out, I go throw it, throw it, throw it. Baby, one yo, one yo. Within you give no money can buy. Even if you're not jar out, I go throw it, throw it, throw it. Give me love, oh. Baby, give me make I calm down. Give me love, oh, cause I really need it right now Give me love, oh, baby, give me, make I calm down Give me love, oh, cause I really need it right now Love is a drug, and I'm addicted Pull up, show up, and handle business Love is a drug, and I'm addicted Pull up, show up, and handle business Love is a drug, and I'm addicted Pull up, show up, and handle business Love is a drug, and I'm addicted 